Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, with that said, we go out to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We are joined by John Doss, sports anchor at News Channel 5 WEWS. On the road again, John. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you have to send me your schedule, I guess, from now on so I can know what days to not, not ask you to be on the show. <laughs> well, like, like every good married father of two, I'm spending my Saturday at Ikea. So <laughs> There you go. That makes sense. You many told me... out there can commiserate. <laughs> well, the, the fun part is when you get to go home and actually build what you get at Ikea. So that'll be a nice adventure. And it's a, and no, it's I'm using the excuse. I've got to go into the station tonight. So my wife can build. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> She's so much better at it anyway. That's what I tell her. <laughs> there you go. That's how you get out of it right there. Good stuff. Um, giving me some tips for, uh, when I, when I'm a father here in a few months. So, um, yeah, that's coming up. Well, the tip is don't get out of bed ever. Just, <laughs> just sleep. Okay. <laughs> well, Brittany's listening. I'm sure she doesn't appreciate that, but I'll, uh, I'll have to have that conversation later. Um, with that said, John, obviously the big news this week is there's this whole COVID thing going on in Cleveland. No big deal, right? Um, <laughs> Raiders obviously miffed by the NFL's decision to postpone the game, and rightfully so. I mean, they were kind of told in the 11th hour, but we all agree that this is the right call. Like, the Browns outbreak had gotten so far out of hand, and the NFL protocols that they had put in place are kind of what allowed it to happen because they didn't really have anything else in place for vaccinated players. So, right call, Correct. And it's not like they called Mark Davis midair on the way to Cleveland and told him to turn the plane around, okay? (laughs) It is such a bad look for the Raiders organization and the Raiders players that are complaining about this that they're complaining about not getting to play a practice squad team on short rest. (laughs) How bad of a look is that? If you're an NFL player, you say, okay, they postponed the game. We're going to still beat you at whatever time, whatever place, right? Whether that's actually the case or not, that's the kind of confidence you should have. All these players that are making a big deal over not playing against Nick Mullins, uh, who's never taken a snap for this team, it's kind of a bad look. But I agree. It was the right decision. If for nothing else, to give the Browns a couple extra days to prepare. And that's really what this is. Nobody's really expecting any of these major names to test negative before this game on Monday. In fact, they would have to test negative, I believe, by Sunday at 4 o'clock. Nobody's expecting that. But you cannot uh, rightfully expect a team like Cleveland to go into a game with Nick Mullins as the starting quarterback on 48 hours' notice. And for what it's worth, John, you probably didn't see this, but I I think they just announced like shortly – uh, a little bit ago, that it's now two. Tack McKinley's two, off the list. Well, right? Tack McKinley's off the list, but now they have until two p.m. on Monday to declare guys in or out. So they have an extra, I guess, twenty-four hours now to sort of make that call, which I guess benefits you, but still unsure. And Kevin Stefanski said as much a few minutes ago. Like 
he they, nobody knows who is or who isn't going to come off this list. Yeah, and and nobody knows who's going to be added to the list here in the next couple of days, yeah. right? James Hudson added to the list today, and that's another tackle down. And uh, it's good news to see Tack McKinley come off the list. And Tack seems to be maybe the first byproduct of this new uh, NFL protocols, that it's slightly easier now to test off of that reserve COVID-19 list. Uh, you saw, I, I believe, Odell Beckham Jr. already tested negative, and he's yeah. going to be back for the Rams. And Tack McKinley, we've seen now two to three days after he tested into that reserve COVID-19 list, he's already off of it. So a glimmer of hope for this organization. Spencer, of course, moving the game a couple of days back. Where do I go now as somebody who feels like a native Clevelander these days? My initial thought was what? <laughs> well, it's two more days that players can test positive. Yeah, that is. I, I, listen, I get it. And I think a Especially lot of people. Especially considering they went out at practice a couple of days ago before testing. And we now know a number of those players, including Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Wow, Kirk Cousins is on this team now. <laughs> Case Keenum uh, was positive at the time. And they went out and practiced. So who knows? I mean, you might have Kyle Loletta at quarterback on Monday. Yeah, a lot can still change in that 48 hours. And that obviously, that obviously is the other perspective of it is that this could certainly lead to more people being on it rather than less. Uh, linebacker Anthony Walker, who also talked today, I, I was kind of following along with some of the quotes on, on Twitter. He had an interesting quote where he said, COVID is a real thing. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. We can put the protocols in place and everything, but it's still here. They're, we're trying to find the best ways to fight this, but it's ever-changing. I think that's a good point, and, and it's interesting because I know uh, when the changes to these protocols are being made, Dan Graziano of ESPN reported that the players want to get rid of all the protocols and testing in general as a whole and just to sort of avoid this type of situation again where you're testing these vaccinated players, which was something they said they weren't going to do every day. Um, I, I guess, I don't know, it's a difficult situation. Because, and this, is a, this isn't just a football thing. This is a societal thing. Like, you're at a point where, yes, we are going to have to find a way to live with this thing long term. Like, it's not going anywhere. But I also don't know if it's smart just to rip off the Band-Aid and say, yeah, no protocols, no nothing. Yeah. I, I, it, I understand it's tough, but I, I, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I don't have all the answers. You certainly don't have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. But I, I, I found it interesting that the players are just like, hey, get rid of it all. Well, it's, it's evolution. It is the evolution of this pandemic. It is the evolution of this virus within our society, right? Because it was the NFL Players Association that pushed for more testing. Yeah. Remember, that was this offseason. And now uh, we're kind of understanding that everybody is going to test positive for this at some point, right? Whether you're vaxxed and boosted, this isn't a, uh, this isn't a, a shield. It's not armor. It's, you know, everybody's going to test positive. And what we're seeing a lot of is that these vaccinated players, that vaccine is doing its job. These players are asymptomatic and they want to be able to play. And, the NFL and the NBA and schools and companies and businesses, at some point, there's going to be this inflection point where you have to decide, okay, we've mandated these vaccines or we've had lots of people get these vaccines. They're doing their job. Um, we have to figure out a way to, to work around it. And the NFL, it seems like it's at that inflection point now. You've had all of these positive tests this week, over 100 of them, so many of them from three different organizations. You've postponed games when a vast majority of these players are vaccinated and asymptomatic. So the league, the NFL, may be the first major organization to make a decision on this. That decision of, well, if you're asymptomatic and vaccinated, we're going to let you play. 
which is uh, kind of uh, profound in its own right. Who would have thought the NFL would be leading the way on something like that? So good for them, I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Spencer, you know this. Fans do not want to go out, and this is nothing against Nick Mullins. And Nick Mullins is, is honestly a really good third option. He's got a lot of experience. He yeah. played 10 games for the 49ers last year, but uh, there are not a lot of people that are paying money to go watch or, or wanting to go watch Nick Mullins play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, a Cleveland Browns team that's going to be down 12 starters potentially hey, on Monday. Don't, don't sleep on Nick that. Mullins. He had like 280-something yards and three touchdowns against the Raiders a couple of years ago. So, hey, who, it is who knows? It's not Nick Mullins that I would sleep on. <laughs> and I said this about uh, Case Keenum the other day. I totally believe in Case Keenum. He already won the Browns a football game against Denver. He's more than capable of beating a team like Oakland. It's Nick Mullins and or Laletta sitting behind an offensive line that could be yeah. three-fifths depleted of its starting um, offensive linemen, both of their tackles. Now your number three tackle, two-thirds of your tight end room are out. No Jarvis Landry, no Kareem Hunt. So it's not Nick Mullins that I, I don't think can succeed. It's Nick Mullins in that situation. Talking with John Doss of News Channel 5. A few more minutes with him. Um, you, you talk about the offense, and obviously that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, here's what I was, I'll say. I'll, I let off the show kind of with this. The Raiders have just been so bad lately. That even with all the COVID stuff, like, I just feel like the playing field is almost just, like, leveled at this point. Like, I, I don't think that the Raiders are going to be a team that blows the Browns out. So, I, I, I maybe I'm misguided here. Maybe I'm wrong. I kind of still feel like the Browns have a chance, even if Nick Mullins is under center. Am I way off on this? Is it doomsday completely for the Browns, or do you think there's still a chance that they can hang in there in this one? I, I mean, there's certainly a chance, but look – Derek Carr, you know, say what you want about Derek Carr. He's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, he has proven that he can sling the football over the course of his career. This is a guy that was on the verge of an MVP-type season a few years ago before he broke his leg. The guy can sling it. The couple of extra days, who knows? Maybe Waller is back in time to play Monday. Okay, Hunter Renfro and, and Derek Carr seem to have this connection. They've been very good this year. The Browns are staring down the very realistic possibility of going into that game Monday without six of their top eight defensive backs. Yeah, daunting. You may think the Raiders are not playing well over the last month or so. Derek Carr is still a professional quarterback and a top 15 one at that. If you're going to put him up against two of your starters and a bunch of guys who do not have a lot of experience in that secondary this year, he will tear you apart. Do you think there's any added motivation? Do you think there's any added motivation for the Raiders? Like, do you think they're, they're, things could get a little chippy maybe on Monday because of the frustration from the whole situation? Well, remember, the, maybe. Uh, I really don't think there's probably that many players frustrated. I think Mark Davis is frustrated. I think the Raiders thought they had an easy win in the bag uh, that should have been here taking place in a couple of hours, and they're frustrated about that. But I don't know that they need extra motivation. The Raiders are not out of it. They are certainly not in a good position, right, in terms of the AFC playoff picture, but they're not out of it. This AFC wild card is still pretty wide open. So this is a huge game in the big scheme of things in the AFC and the NFL. The Raiders know they need a win, too, no matter who the Browns trot out there. A couple more minutes with John Doss of News Channel 5 WEWS. Follow him on Twitter, at John Doss. Another thing I was talking about earlier on, um, assuming Stefanski doesn't coach Monday, Alex Van Pelt will obviously call the plays. And because, say he goes out and does what he did last year with the play in the playoff win over the Steelers, right? Like, oh, no. even with Nick Mullins, 
even with all the issues with COVID, if he goes out and wins this game. Don't you dare ask me this question. Any consideration that he gets the full-time duties as the play caller? Well, hey, this <laughs> pre-Van Pelt combination has worked out once before, hasn't it? Yeah. I don't think, listen, Kevin Stefanski was hired in this position for a specific reason. He did well as a rookie head coach in this position, head coaching duties and play calling duties. I think more so than anything, the NFL has figured out Kevin Stefanski a little bit, and that's okay. That happens to second-year coaches and second-year quarterbacks and really second-year players. The NFL figures you out. You then have to come back, do your due diligence. You have to be better. Stefanski knows that. I still have confidence in Stefanski as the head coach and play caller because he has proven he can do it. Now, if this happens over the an extended period of time, if they come back next year and they're still having the same fallacies with this offense that we have seen the last two months, they have been putrid, uh, then maybe you consider it. But much like my support for number six, because he has proven multiple times that he can be that guy, I still support Stefanski in that role, and I think that um, I think these are growing pains more than anything. Well, like like many things, we definitely agree on that point. And I also think it's it's kind of a moot point because I I wanted to ask the question. I think it it, it it's warranted because fans have been clamoring for Alex Van Pelt to take over the play call and all this. But I don't think it even matters because Stefanski's not giving it up. Regardless, I, I think he's well, he's not giving it up. And if Stefanski does give up play calling, that spells bad news for Stefanski because yeah. it's not going to be his decision if that's the case. Yeah. No, you're right. All right. Last thing. Let me get you out of here with this. Seems like nobody wants to win the AFC North. I've been kind of jokingly comparing this division this year to the AFC or sorry, the NFC East of, you know, past years where you have these teams that are all just kind of average and they're picking each other off and somebody finishes 9 and 7 and makes the playoffs, although I guess it would be 10 and 7 or 9 and 8 now. Um if you were putting money on it, who do you think has the inside track to win this division? I, I wouldn't liken it quite to those NFC East years where, where um, I mean, one year didn't somebody win that division at seven and nine? I know yeah, the I believe, did, I believe uh, ten was. years ago they did that. <laughs> I wouldn't quite liken it to that because I actually think the reason that everybody's got the records that they have is because it's a very competitive division. I think that Baltimore could win a game in the playoffs. I think that Cincinnati can win a game in the playoffs, and I think the Browns obviously can win a, a game in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about those Pittsburgh Steelers, but no chance. Stranger things have happened. I would say, you know, before all this COVID stuff happened, Vegas had the Browns as a touchdown favorite over the Raiders and the Packers a favorite to beat the Ravens, which meant Vegas thought that come Monday morning, the Cleveland Browns were going to be leading this division. So obviously COVID has thrown a wrench into that whole system. The Browns are going to be clawing uh, for their lives on Monday against the Raiders, but if the Browns can somehow pull off what I said would be one of the great wins in this franchise's history, and you're rooting for the Packers to beat the Ravens, if the Browns can overcome what they have had this week and beat these Raiders, the Browns are going to win this division. Well, there you go. John Doss leaving you with a hopefully a positive nugget for this Browns team headed into Monday. And I tend to agree. It could be a big I'm one. I'm all if they're about able- positivity, Spence. You know me, all positivity. <laughs> Hey, listen, I appreciate it. He's again John Doss, News Channel 5. Follow him on Twitter, at John Doss. I know this kind of came together at the 11th hour because we were scrambling to change some schedules and things around, and I got thrown into the hosting chair. So I appreciate you always being flexible with me, man. You're always my go-to, so thank you. 
Much like Roger Goodell, I bailed you out this time, okay? <laughs> you got me there. I got no I got no response. You got me there, John. Appreciate you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, bud. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.